0: Explain those badlands. That's a hell of a name.
1: Good morning and welcome to the brief on badlands media. I'm your host Patrick Gunnels, joined by my co host Ash in America. And today is February 16th, 2024. And uh, I got to watch a little bit of the great and powerful Fatty Willis yesterday. You were way too excited yesterday, and I gotta tell you something. <laughs> I'm I'm not unimpressed with her. I know
2: you're on Team Fanny. I told the chat that people were like, "Oh, Pete Connells is in the chat." I'm like, "Yeah, guys, he's
1: on Team Fanny." Yeah, she done <laughs> she done stole my heart away, and uh, I, I've got I've just got to tell you, I am impressed with her brazen,
3: mm.
1: in your face. Bite me. I'm gonna loot the friggin' state treasury, and there's not a damn thing that yo cracker ass can do about it. I appreciated yeah. that. And uh, I know she's a crook. Pretty,
2: cro- much, pretty
3: much how that went. A,
1: great <laughs> summary.
2: Yeah. Great summary of Fanny's testimony yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, we have uh, you know, kind of my my top three recap, you know, items from the hearing in today's brief. The uh day two of the hearing is starting now. It, it there appears to be something weird going on. Um, we don't have a Badlands stream set up for it yet. So if we do, then after this we'll jump over there. If not, then uh everybody should um here. I'll drop the link to the actual hearing on, well, well, hang on, on. Well, couldn't we thing. just
1: use couldn't we just use this show as the As coverage, I mean, we have latitude as to what we cover on the brief.
2: Yeah, I mean, we can't. Yes. Is it going (laughs) to be
1: more is it going to be more fatty?
2: Yeah, it's the second. Her testimony is supposed to start because they um, that's how it's supposed to start today because they have cross examination. They did. Her attorneys didn't ask her anything. Let's talk
1: to the chat. Okay. Okay. so guys, we do have the ability to do the brief as usual however, um there is a certain delightful woman who is going to lie to our faces without a trace of remorse. yeah and I find that fascinating. So uh anybody who says let's do fatty
2: I think they all one. they all are yeah they're they're say,
1: all if you say Patrick no, I need to hear your glorious voice instead press two. And i will be insulted either way i just want you to know that
2: yeah well i think you can be insulted the latter way because everybody wants fatty
1: fatty 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 they all vote foe mm, fatty okay so uh where's the link let's do that i got it. it here we go Some
2: um, specific allegations that i think i should have an opportunity to refute um specific where are you at, that i had egregiously misrepresented um, that things that I had said were patently false, and that all of that information came from Mr. Abadi speaking with Mr. Chopra. I spoke with Mr. Chopra, maybe, I don't know, we talked to him in the car on the way here on speakerphone, Mr. Marchant and I, and he said that he didn't tell Mr. Abadi any of that information, doesn't know where Mr. Abadi got it from. Mr. Abadi says that he did, so, you know. <laughs>
4: uh, if we If there's any clearing of the air that needs to happen. Who's talking? And if we need That's to get to that, rudge. I think the, the right time would Ashley be once we've March actually seen all attorney. the evidence that comes out. So,
2: thank you. I just the attorney that forward. brought this case.
4: And in terms of the uh, privilege issue, if you're if you're planning to recall Mr. Bradley, and you've actually typed out some specific questions, then yes, I think that would be helpful and uh, might allow things to proceed a little more efficiently through his testimony. So, if, to the extent you've got those typed out and are willing to provide those to counsel for Mr. Bradley and the state, uh, that would I'd encourage you mm-hmm. to do that and when we before we call him, we can get into that as well
2: okay great. thank you and i have a copy for the court i have a copy for, <coughs> i have one copy for either the state or mr evans um i know mr body was objecting to privilege yesterday but i think actually mr evans needs to do that
4: was mr evans uh, mr evans is here okay all right anything else uh from any council uh
2: we'll make sure it's still
4: the rule is still in place all right uh, not seeing anything else if we could bring back in uh Ms. Wells.
3: Actually,
4: your honor, the state oh. um, has no further questions for Miss Willis. So. <gasps> All right. Oh, oh they're not. What a gonna bunch! Of in of her? Crap. Next witness.
2: Oh no. Oh. Yeah. Well, that that's a disaster. There her we today. are.
4: <laughs> okay. Then, do you need a council Need a moment to take a look at her questions. <laughs> we
2: bail. I've got, um, I've got yeah. a copy. Oh, I guess Mr. Evans. Are they? Did and they then, do we there? have
4: Mr. Bradley somewhere in the whereabouts nearby? Mr. Who's Topher, Mr. Bradley?
2: I informed Mr. Chopra that he's still under subpoena, so let's... Okay. So it looks like they're going to call Miss Martin. I don't know who that is. Mr. Bradley is Nathan Wade's business partner, who they're also passing off as his attorney so that he is covered by privilege. So he was saying yesterday morning, can't talk about anything. I can't even mention Mr. Wade because that would be a violation of privilege. They argued back and forth. And Miss Merchant, the attorney for Michael Roman, said, well, we'll call him again at the end after we've laid the foundation for it. So it appears that they are going to call him again. We were expecting this morning that they were going to, cr- that the, uh, the state and the county were going to cross-examine Fannie Willis. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, and I don't know if, if wow, that, that's crazy. So, yeah, it was a disaster yesterday. They're not letting her back <laughs> on the
1: stage. All right. So, listen, here's the thing. I am not what you would call a sophisticated court observer. So what I saw yesterday was a minstrel freaking show. Mm. This was a woman doing the whole, excuse me, lady, do you pay my bills? Routine. And it was, in my opinion, rather glorious. Uh, But I don't actually, you know... Know the facts of the case. Mm-hmm. So I had to have my mother explain it to me. This is a woman who hired a fancy pants dude to be some kind of a special prosecutor for a big salary. And then with that salary, he took her on lots of vacays. Am I getting that about right?
2: Pretty much. Um, so he was a traffic court judge, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh-huh. And he has never prosecuted a RICO case. I don't even think he's done a trial for felony.
1: Um, she essentially hired the cashier at Hardy's to be a special yeah. prosecutor.
2: Yeah. And paid him more than all the other pros- prosecutors.
1: Okay. And so,
2: yeah. So yesterday they spent time with Mr. Wade trying to um, lay, <laughs> lay it out that he's made less money since taking this case. That he's made le- less money from his private practice. Now, the way that they said that was, well, one of the partners left. So they had they don't have that partner's revenue, but they're still they're now splitting revenues 50-50 instead of by thirds. And so they didn't provide the actual financial documentation to show that he's making less. They just want the court to believe that he's making less
1: than all of us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to believe but, that he's making less. But he have a He have a regular travel agent and he have a cruise travel agent who have a, who have a cruise travel agent. So, um, so the, the strategy she's using is I reimburse him. I reimburse him with my money and it come out of my safe. So you don't know where it came from. And so I guess, wherever she lays her head, wherever I lay my head. So, um i i'm deeply depressed that she's not going to be back on i know this me form. too uh but i i don't really know how this is this is just such small time crime ash I, I i don't mean to be like well, minimizing. it's, it's it. not though because okay. what
2: we're talking about is an unprecedented legal case alleging rico they're alleging that President Trump and Harrison Floyd and Michael Roman and all of the people, including Jenna Ellis, who's apparently their star witness um, in this case, the 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 bad guys star witness. Um, they're oh. alleging that they engaged in racketeering in an attempt to steal the election. Those are very serious allegations, especially when you're making them against a former president and this has never been done before. This is yeah, an but,
1: unprecedented. Okay. So bringing that Rico case is a major crime. Right. But going on vacations on the public dime with her Hardy's cashier boyfriend, <laughs> I think that's small time crime. Okay, no, he's a world
2: traveler. She's not a world ass, traveler.
1: That's petty he... ass grifting. It's <laughs> as as their people might refer to it, that's trifling. It's tawdry. He is he is a
2: world traveler. It was embarrassing how impressed she was by the true cruise travel agent.
1: I'm I mean, impressed. she I'm brought. I want. She, it, I want. I'm getting a fucking cruise travel agent. You to
2: call them from the phone book.
1: Oh gosh, I learned yeah. so much.
2: Yeah, it was. Um, that was really special yesterday when when she was talking about just how she's very impressed by Nathan Wade. It was clear that that he he whined her and dined her. She did say that twice. Um he <clears throat> he he has he showed her things she's never seen before. He took her to Aruba. He took her to Jamaica. Ooh, you wanna take her? He took her to Bermuda and Bahamas. Well, they went to the Bahamas and they went to Belize and they went to Aruba. I don't know about um the rest of the Beach Boys song, but
1: so- Here's what's going on here. Remember Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Wandria Shea Moss, those two imbeciles that they brainwashed into thinking they were saving the Republic from Hitler? I think this is the cabal's go-to mechanism. You listen to this woman, and this woman is not especially intelligent. She's not stupid either. She's freaking street smart, but she's not... I would not call her a sophisticated political observer and she's holding her own here, but what is she in actuality? She is essentially a petty criminal who has been petty. This is petty crime. We're talking about going and booking cruises with your scumbag boyfriend because that's how Fulton County rolls. If you work in Fulton County, then you better get paid. And that's what they do. And then they set them up for these ridiculous, major crimes. This RICO case brought to to bring down the Republic. But the the underlying behavior is just filthy little pathetic hood rat crap. And that's what we're seeing here. It's it's their M.O. Yeah, I think
2: that's um, part of it. I mean I definitely think there's that that the, you know the the trashy behavior is well documented. The judge left the courtroom so I don't know what's going on there. Um but the, the you mentioned um Shay Shay Moss and uh, Ruby Freeman. That's part of this case. Mm-hmm. This this case Harrison Floyd is accused of uh, you know intimidating and and um Harrison Floyd and um oh what is the gal's name? Um, I can't. I can't. Somebody in the chat will know the the really cute black girl's name that was also. Gosh, I remember
1: her—the one who looked like Harley Quinn in her mugshot. I don't remember her name either.
2: Yeah, it's gonna drive me nuts. But um, so they're accused of you know intimidating and attempting to interfere in the administration of justice by reaching out to Ruby Freeman and telling her that she had options. And that she wasn't being given all of the information that she needed to be given. They've been demonized for that. So so it's important to remember that everything we're seeing in this case and in this hearing is part of a cover-up. So the cash payments that we're supposed to believe are just, you know, there's just piles of cash floating around. And she brings that cash with her wherever she lays her head. She made that very clear. She even corrected the record and said, no, I don't keep it in my house. I keep it wherever I lay my head. And sometimes it's up to $15,000. She's just walking around with a suitcase of cash.
1: Fanny is. I, I, I don't I think- know. I don't know why that old black man said to do that, but he did. She did say that.
2: She's talking about her father. That's, that's Patrick. Patrick imitating fanny talking about fanny's father and that is exactly what she said my dad i don't know he doesn't trust anybody he always told me to keep a whole bunch of cash around and so i do because daddy said that's that that was the answer but the cash itself is a cover-up for the improper relationship the 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 financial records show that he was giving her all sorts of gifts they were going on all sorts of things and those gifts are have to be reported have to be disclosed. And our you know that that's that's a that's a big part of the the public trust, maintaining the public trust. and as the chief law enforcement officer in Fulton County, she's responsible for maintaining the public trust. That's a big part of her job. The financial records show that she was ac- she was accepting all these gifts. and so their story is, well, she didn't actually accept those gifts. She paid her own way for every single bit of it. We just can't prove it because it was all done in cash. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. That is that is the story, and that's why we're talking about large cash payments is to cover up for the fact that that she accepted gifts from from her prosecutor, who she was sleeping with, um, while they're engaging in an unprecedented, novel legal, legal uh, lawfare endeavor against a former president.
1: Yep. <laughs> Um, and we just you know, can't
2: tell you it was cash because Daddy told me cash.
1: You know, uh, it, I think given given the context, uh, we could probably significant with, with significant success advertise my pillow to Ms. Willis. Uh, she uh, or the topper,
2: they yeah. cut a slit in that topper, slide in piles of cash inside the the my pillow mattress topper.
1: Something in does. Oh God. She ain't gonna masculate a black man. She only masculates white man. Hey, I don't really know which one of these my pillow video. Oh, is it my towels? Is that the way to go? Yeah, there we go. All right, check it out, guys. My pillow.
0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from My Pillow: towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free.
1: One of the other things that I really took away from yesterday was that the district attorney now, Ash, she got the cash from overpaying it public. She did
2: say that. No, this is, Audra is, is referring to an actual fact in the hearing yesterday when she was being asked where the cash came from. She goes, sometimes you take out a little here and you throw it in that bucket. And sometimes you go over here and you throw it in that bucket. Sometimes you overpay at the grocery store and then you get cash and you throw that in the bucket. That was her answer for how she amassed up to $15,000 cash hoard in her home or got in her home, wherever she lays her head
1: girl i learned a new word today and that word is fungible see cash beat fungible you stick it in here you stick it in there you don't know where it go it's fungible
2: it's fungible you know what i realized last night that i this i'm embarrassed i didn't realize this before i was born in fulton county oh my I knew the I knew the hospital I was born at, Northside Hospital. um, But I didn't realize that that was in Fulton County until last night. I was on a Twitter space talking about Fulton County and just thought, "Huh, I wonder if I if that." Yep, sure enough, sure enough, I was born there.
1: You know, (laughs) you don't get prosecuted there. Better don't be a rapper and get prosecuted there. That woman likes to go after rappers.
2: Yeah, Well, she's very tough on crime, which is why she had to leave her home because it was very dangerous for her to be at her home. So she went to the off book condo where there's no record of her being able to prove anything. Also, she left her elderly father at that super dangerous home. And sometimes her daughter stayed there.
1: Well, I don't know. I think her father sounds tough as nails to me. What if it turns out this woman is actually pretty tough on real crime, but she also just happens to be a petty criminal? Uh and yeah, well, that Amber you, um, into
2: this crap. Yeah, Amber, uh, who joins us on Why We Vote, she covers Fulton County, and she's in the courtroom. She was telling a story last night, uh, and we're gonna—I think we're gonna have her on Why We Vote tonight, so we can get the yes. story firsthand. But she was um saying that when Fannie Willis ran for DA, she was actually the 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 communists labeled her as a Republican and attacked her because she was tough on crime and at hilarious. some point along the way
1: she got captured. So so listen, I I think it's genuinely possible and this cuz she she's pretty down to earth. She's covering up for for some very very tawdry silly crimes. Okay, I'm going to freaking get tons of nice vacations by hiring my my friggin' goofball traffic court boyfriend. Yeah. And we're gonna go to Aruba. And we're gonna go to Belize. I mean, I want to go to these places so bad. I I will someday. I uh, did 50 big. Wait, okay. Can you say that again? I think I might have missed that part. What?
2: So her 50th birthday was a very lonely time. She was by herself was in the condo. Yeah. In the condo by herself. Very mm-hmm. uh very upset, very, you know, it was a rough, rough time for her. So when it came time for his 50th birthday, she did it big. She took him to Belize. She paid for everything. Well, she didn't pay for everything. I mean, like, you know, there's there's a record <laughs> record of him paying for stuff. Um, but there's, uh, th- th- that was, that was the answer was that it was, uh, it was it, it was a big, big deal, his 50th birthday, in big part because her 50th birthday sucked. She said that she leaned in when she said it. She said, My 50th birthday sucked. So I did his 50th birthday big. Very lonely what, time for her. What
3: a
1: glorious woman. ECW was here, says she pays guys to stuop her, apparently. Right. Uh, that's more that's more the slang from my mother's side of the family. Uh, and uh, that's also a reference to Blazing Sh- Saddles. which I'm, was- tired, I'm, tired, I'm tired of, of being in scene. love. Anyway, <laughs> this is going off the rails so very quickly. Sure what are you going to do? So you get a kind of semi-tough on crime. So you get this girl, this Fatty Willis. She's kind of tough on crime. They they portray her as the scumbag, goes after the black man, et cetera, et cetera. But then they capture her by just with tawdry shit. Yeah. You know, this woman could easily just say, "Look, uh, they've got something worse on her." Is my guess because this stuff that that's being rolled out. I listen. I got I've got normie gauges all over the place. One of my best is my mother, and my mother's like, you know, as far as corruption goes, uh, what is this? She took a few vacations with her filthy boyfriend that's not going to get everybody all riled up and it's really not
2: yeah, I mean, no, it's not but the sorry, I was just trying to see what he said when he adjourned and he I, I keep having to go back and I'm missing it. um we'll be in recess. he doesn't say until when
1: oh are they is this now
2: yeah they, they he the judge left the courtroom a little while ago and so they're uh they're out of the courtroom until I don't know we could probably go into the brief.
1: That's really uh, weird. All right, let's let's go into the brief. Uh, what else? What else do we have as far as? I, I,
2: do,
1: I do think that they have
2: stuff on Fanny. I think that just like every other politician, she had a uh, a good, you know, heart's desire when she ran for office, and then got captured and flipped and compromised. That is what uh, the the prima facie evidence shows.
1: That's really messed up they, they yeah, get it happens in more... every
2: single one of them though
1: i know every single one of them all right let's uh let's take a look at the brief guys do us a favor and smash that thumbs up button it helps us it helps us more than you know when we do that so this mm-hmm. last one we got uh i want to say we got th- number 36 Ooh, which go you know we, we didn't even hit a thousand likes that's that's actually lower than we're used to, so if y'all could do us a big favor, I haven't been pushing the likes as much as I normally do, because I've just been going off the rails on a regular basis, but if you could just press that thumbs up for us, really helps us. Also, share this show. That's another thing that I don't yeah. uh, encourage everybody to do uh, nearly enough. All right, so let's begin with... With the first story from the Badlands News Brief today, (laughs) in fiery testimony, Fatty Willis hits back at misconduct claims that threaten the future of Trump case. Fulton County District Attorney Fatty Willis took the witness stand Thursday and forcefully pushed back against what she described as lies about her romantic relationship with a special prosecutor during an extraordinary hearing over misconduct allegations that threatened to upend one of four criminal cases against Donald Trump. A visibly upset Willis, who originally fought to stay off the witness stand, agreed to testify after a previous witness said her relationship with special prosecutor nathan wade began earlier than they had claimed the district attorney's testimony grew heated under questioning from a defense attorney who's trying to remove willis from trump's 2020 election interference case with the prosecutor at one point raising papers in front of her and shouting it's a lie you think i'm on trial these people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020 i'm not on trial no matter how hard you try to put me on trial willis told defense attorney ashley merchant at another point, Willis said, Merchants' interests are contrary to democracy. She did say that. That's, That's true. Lovely. Willis is expected to return to the witness stand on Friday to continue to answer questions. The Washington Post. I suppose we've beaten this story to death. Yeah. Ash, how do you think this thing is going to go? Are they going to disqualify Fatty?
2: I think they have to. So I I think that they, and I mentioned this a little bit during our coverage yesterday, which our Fannie Willis coverage was number 12 on the leaderboard yesterday. Yeah, um, so, so thanks, was, thanks everybody for great that
1: decision to to knock it out and just do the fatty willis coverage
2: yeah and somebody in the chat said that they are going to be coming back potentially at 10 30 eastern which is in an hour so we'll keep an eye on that for sure okay no. um so uh the the he either he can stay as the prosecutor and she gets recused or Or she can stay in, you know, overall umbrella over this and he gets removed from the case. I don't think that the judge can rule to keep things status quo because what we're talking about is the perception of impropriety. Doesn't Mm -hmm. they don't have the, the Michael Roman and the defense attorneys don't have to prove that she was corrupt and engaging in corruption. When we're talking about the public trust, the standard is lower and it's the perception of. It the appearance of impropriety. It when we're talking about the prosecutor, is enough to um to uh, hurt the public trust with with relation to whether is this is this case going to um, resemble anything like justice? Are we going to see a fair you know application of the justice system? I don't think. They can make that case. I don't think the judge can say, yeah, let everything continue with these two players in charge of administering justice to President Trump when there has been very, and let's not forget, they've been caught lying uh, to to the judge in this hearing, in this case. Um, so I think they have a real hard time. I, I think the judge has a real hard time ruling that everything can stay the way it is now.
1: Well, this judge, is he? does he have a a reputation for not being a corrupt scumbag. You remember Judge Peter Thompson in Arizona? Yeah. That guy turned out oh just a straight up crook. No, no no trace of adherence to any kind of legal principle. Is there any indication that this guy is somehow a straight shooter compared to Judge Peter Thompson from Arizona?
2: Yeah, so I mean everybody that watches me do trial stuff knows I don't I don't go after the judge ever. This judge, to me, appears very fair. We've watched, Brian and I covered his hearing on Harrison Floyd's um, motion to compel Fulton County to provide evidence of the election administration, and this judge, for the first time in any case I've seen, allowed that evidence to be read into the record. The fact that Fulton County doesn't have certain things, the fact that they destroyed certain things, the fact that they didn't use the machines they charged taxpayers, millions of dollars for and then represented to the people of Fulton County that they had used those machines to do signature verification and didn't. All of that is in the record on this case or is is on the record in this case because of this judge. He's allowed it. Um, and so the judge to me appears to be allowing both sides of the, and you know, the RICO case has like 18 defendants. And so there's 18 sets of lawyers, right? There's a lot, there, there's a lot, it's very, very complex. He seems to be very patient. He seems to be taking his, um, you know, really adhering to the rules uh, of of um, criminal procedure in this case and rules of evidence. I think he's fair, but Mm -hmm. I also thought that Judge Peter Thompson was fair as the at the the time that the court that the trial was underway. And I do think that there are issues with um, how they made that case. How they brought that case and litigated that case during that trial. Same thing with with President Trump's Fourteenth Amendment district trial um, with uh, Judge Sarah Sarah Wallace. Um, the the President Trump attorneys did not make the case against insurrection in that trial. They, I, my guess is they felt that they, that they didn't have to, and it appears from the Supreme Court. Who might rule as early as Tuesday? By the way, they put out a notice today saying that they are going to drop a whole bunch of orders on Tuesday. Um, that was this morning. They put that out. But they, uh, it appears from the Supreme Court that it might be enough that President Trump's attorneys just said, "No, this is political. You can't consider it." And you know, but but had they had they presented evidence to counter the insurrection narrative that was pushed by the petitioners in that case, it might not have gotten this far. Might not have had to go to the Supreme Court, um, so who knows? But uh, I'm not there. There is nothing that makes me think that Judge McAfee is biased. Okay. I think that I, I feel for him. I mean, he had to he he had to be the judge while Fanny was doing her performance
1: yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the in the Peter Thompson case, the entire the entire bit of prestidigitation was accomplished by simply asserting. That the people claiming the election was fraudulent, quote, carried the burden, which is a freaking stupid thing to say, because we had prima facie evidence that the election was fraudulent. Yes. The burden belongs to the people running the election, the ones who, you know, won't let us check. So we already knew he was corrupt the moment he said, you carry the burden. No, they don't carry the burden. That's just made up. It's just bullshit. Well, uh, it's not,
2: you... though, because they're the moving party. According to the rules, they're the ones who brought the case, which means they have the burden. That's not a standard we want to change. We want anybody who's making... No, it isn't. If you're making allegations no. against me, it's your burden to prove your allegations.
1: No, it's not mine. No, no, no. uh-uh. Absolutely not. That is not the case here. We have a prima facie case of fraudulent elections. We have a we have a situation where the people running these elections assert the ability to exercise power over us. They are running the elections in an utterly non-transparent fashion. If they are doing that, the burden falls to them. You must show us that your elections are clean. And that is the most logical, moral, equitable way. To run that system so saying they carry the burden no that doesn't that doesn't carry it that doesn't carry an ounce of weight with i think the forum
2: matters because you're right in the public sphere you're right that that they they have the 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 people running the elections have the burden to prove to us that the elections are free and fair in the public sphere in politics in a courtroom the moving party has the burden so the moving party in judge peter thompson's Uh, uh, courtroom was Kurt Olson and Carrie Lake and Brian Blem saying they didn't do signature verification. They Because they entered that forum in the courtroom as the petitioners, as the the plaintiffs in the case, they had the burden to prove their claims. Plaintiffs have the burden to prove their harm, to prove their claims. So the forum matters. You're 100% right that the people who run elections have the burden broadly in society to prove to us that that they uh run elections in a free and fair way, but the way that we get them to do that is in a courtroom and in a courtroom the moving party carries
1: the burden okay let's 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 deconstruct that argument for a second that in general the burden is on the people running the election but in the forum of a courtroom, the moving party is the one carrying the burden always okay I, I heard you the first it's- time.
2: Well, no. I just want to add one more rule to that because it's in the rules that the um, the not only does the moving party carry the burden, but the judge has to look at the, the the motion in the way most favorable to the opposing party.
1: All right. So I'm gonna we're gonna just real quick try to understand what you just said. That in general, the burden is carried by the people running the election, especially when the election appears fraudulent. Yeah. In what forum do they carry that burden?
2: In the in the public forum.
1: In what, the what pub- forum is that? Can you it's be specific?
2: What, um Jenna Griswold in her press conferences, in her public statements, in her press releases, in all of the official communication that comes out of her office has a duty according to Colorado Revised Statute 1-1-113 to perform the duties of her job in accordance with the law. Now, the way that you question whether or not she's done that is in a courtroom. and That's where it gets messed up because if you bring that case in a courtroom, the burden transfers to you to prove that she
1: didn't. That makes the entire system illegitimate. Fair, but that's the rules. I I know what the rules are. Yeah, uh, but the entire system is a closed circuit of criminality at this point.
2: I agree. I don't
1: you. whether the whether it is. Let's put it this way: equity transcends whatever the regulations are. So, if a set of rules are inequitable or iniquitous, as they are in this case, plainly immoral, a system that is on its face corrupt, we see deliberate, obviously deliberate destruction of the electoral process on election day in Arizona in a way that any reasonable person would say, this is corrupt. And then you go into a courtroom and then simply state that the rules say that the moving party carries the burden. That is clearly immoral and it goes against equity. And the, the the basic structure of the law itself, that which is lawful, must value equity above administrative rules. So at this point, you have to make an argument based upon equity. And in this case, equity is obviously going to require that the burden of proof be placed upon the people who are conducting these plainly fraudulent elections. And I think we can also agree that there is only one forum in which those things can be legally handled, lawfully handled, and that is in a court of law, not an administrative court but an actual court of law. So I would say that it's more likely that the court of Judge Peter Thompson would qualify as an administrative court. And uh, administrative courts ruling on genuine matters of widespread public interest, it just doesn't seem to work. You need an actual reasonable court of law that rules on equity rather than just administrative rules.
2: Fair. Um now I do think that there is the aspect of this that there's checks in our system against a rogue court. So we we, we see in Colorado Judge Sarah Wallace took liberties with finding a criminal uh, had a criminal finding in a civil court and there the 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 out of control government is attempting to action that improper finding by keeping President Trump off the ballot by uh, you know going after other people like Quaid Griffin and and so on, that improper finding is is being taken and and attempted to be actioned all over the country, but we have the appellate process. So in Colorado, okay. the appellate it went up through the Supreme Court and the Colorado Supreme Court is a bunch of commies, straight up commies. So mm-hmm. then it goes to the U.S. Supreme Court. It looks like the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reassert the rule of law is going to reassert, you know, normalcy out of these crazy courts. But that's not, I mean, these are Colorado courts, which are, you know, fully communist. Over in Georgia, True the Vote was uh, found not liable for voter intimidation. It's a very similar case to what I'm being, um, you know, tried with. But that court relied upon the rules and the burdens as outlined in the rules. So I don't want to get into a point where we are asking the courts or allowing the courts to take liberty with the rules if we want the rules to change we need to petition to change the rules and you do that in congress congress decides the rules for all of this and if i'm not mistaken we we are still under nancy pelosi's rules
1: how exactly do we um reorganize congress what's the method for doing that uh what do you mean reorganize Well, if we would like different congressmen, how do we effectuate that desire? (laughs)
2: Um,
1: Well, you you vote harder. Mm -hmm. So once the vote is in question, I think that every single single Mm -hmm. forum becomes illegitimate.
2: I I think that that's absolutely a fair and sound argument, because they do all rely upon elections. They're either elected officials or they're appointed by elected officials. Mm
1: -hmm. So- uh, We have a we have an impasse. We have, I guess, a situation that we can't figure out our way out of without some kind of sea change.
2: Yeah, it's it's scary times where we're at, when 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 we're looking at the legitimacy of institutions. And that's why, you know, learning these rules has been so fascinating for me because we're all under them. These rules that are, you know, the rules of civil procedure govern every aspect of civic life. That we're 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 held accountable to these rules, and the majority of Americans don't know what they are because they're not taught anymore. But also, they're de- th- these rules are designed and 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 documented and passed by criminals. Like I said, we're I'm pretty sure we're under. There's been a few um, amendments, I think, but the full set of rules that we're under is from the 117th Congress, which is Nancy Pelosi's Congress. We're mm-hmm. operating under their rules. Um, one of the things that was most mind blowing to me was uh, when I read there, there's a whole set of rules of evidence having to do with sexual assault cases. And there like, it's a whole separate set of rules if we're dealing with sexual assault cases. And I can now see according to the rules, how judge uh, Kaplan did what he did in the E. Jean Carroll case. He took the most liberal reading and the most broad standard of every rule. Now, I think that you can take his behavior in that case And it rises to the level of judicial misconduct. The standard for judicial misconduct is it you materially prejudiced one party in the case.
3: Mm -hmm. And it's
2: beyond a doubt that judge Kaplan and his, Treatment of the evidence in that case materially prejudiced President Trump couldn't find she she couldn't name the year it happened. She had so many issues with her um, credibility and with false statements in the case, but he didn't allow the stuff that hurt her and over allowed stuff that hurt President Trump. That's materially prejudicing President Trump. And as that gets appealed, that judge should be removed from the bench for what he did. But what he did was according to the rules. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, th- we're under this. Do you remember, this was like you and I are relatively close to the same age. Do you remember tort reform when they yes. would talk about tort reform all the time? That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about is, is the ability to weaponize the justice system, the legal system to persecute your opponents, whether they're business opponents, political opponents, whatever. That's what the whole idea of, of tort reform was about. Notice how that went away.
1: Yes, they I don't did. talk
2: about tort reform at all anymore because they've all figured out how to weaponize the system to their own ends.
1: Yeah, unreal, unreal. Very scary times. Uh, we have some super chats $5, Missy Brash. Fanny came off as a self absorbed, entitled hoe bag skank. Yeah, she's just charming, can't help it. Ten dollars excellent, excellent use of Hobeck's gank. very very true, a well-armed Buddhist Fanny is being thrown under the bus to get the case thrown out on conduct as opposed to being beaten on the merits. a win, but not a victory. yeah, I really do see the the logic in that in that point of view all right let's uh let's take a quick look at our amazing new sponsor, cancelled club.
3: We all love our friends, but that doesn't mean that getting them cancelled from time to time can't be. Extremely satisfying. Cancel Club. It's a party game where you try to get your friends canceled, where no one is safe and everyone's bound to be a little triggered. Battle it out for social credit points as fast as you can by gaslighting your friends, looting and rioting, or being an all powerful little social justice warrior. Uh, unless your friends call conspiracy theory or defame you. You old racist bigot. A parody. On all things cancel culture. Join the cancel club today. Don't be a carrot. Or order your game now. It's the dominant way to virtue signal. I will see you at the adults table. <laughs> you cancel. Yep, yep, that felt pretty nice. Party in my place. Hmm? <laughs>
1: So everybody That's check fine. out Badlandsmedia.tv slash canceled club. All right. What do you say? We uh we try to knock out like one or two of these stories. We got sure. we got carried away on Fatty Willis. That there's just no way not to when you think about it. Fair. Uh, did you see that that Dan Scavino post with just AOL and the it sound of weird. an old fashioned modem? That was weird.
2: Yeah, what's that about? I, well, that was my. That was how I posted. That was. This doesn't seem weird at all. So, um, <laughs> what is happening? Let's see. I, let's
1: see. I just, just for fun, I'm going to uh, take. And this everybody, off.
2: um, you can always read the Badlands uh, news brief at badlands.subsec.com. Obviously, yeah. we're not going to get through the whole this thing is today. Total so, total shit show sure today, guys.
1: Checking look, it out, but uh, yeah. So Ash in America posts not a weird post at all, and then this is what Dan Scavino posts.
2: Brings me back.
1: All right, so this is the whole video. I'm not going to play the whole thing because we are at the end. All right, so that's the whole video. It's 27 seconds long, which might be a reference to a Q drop. So I pulled up Q drop number 27 of November 1st, 2017. Quote, not everything can be publicly disclosed because so much ties back to foreign heads of state. Much will be revealed. We want transparency, but not at a cost we can't recover from.
2: Mm.
1: So that could be what Dan Scavino is saying to all of us right now. Then again, Yeah, I
2: mean, a cost that we can't recover from while you're talking about. I mean, it's I don't know if it's reverting back to the days of dial up Internet or reminding people where we've come from with our Internet or what's happening in that. I'm not a decoder in any way, shape or form, but it's weird. Weird Mm -hmm. that he just posted uh, AOL dial up. And oh, my gosh, that sound that brought me back.
1: What an exciting time that was because the internet used to be a really new thing.
2: Yeah.
1: When it was, it opened up so much to us. I, I discovered the internet at the University of Texas because we had the student microcomputer facility where you could go and get your own login and just surf the internet. And then I came home from the student microcomputer facility and I got my dad to set up a computer and get the internet. And then I thought to myself, well, every time I open the computer at school, it goes to www.utexas.edu, and I thought to myself, could I just go to www.utexas.edu right here in my dad's home? It's like, let me just type that in. Wow, it works here too. And that was the level of primitivity that I that I had in my brain uh, at the time. And I I think a lot of other people did too.
2: Yeah, so I was in boarding school when we had when we got access to the internet. And so there's two things that I remember. One is the same as you're saying. The idea that you can just go, you can just go see these other places on the internet. I had a um, a boyfriend at the time and his father anytime he saw, you know, that was back when um, advertisements used to start having web addresses, right? Oh, you can go to, you know, this peakcellular.com. and I had a, the, my, my boyfriend's father at the time, anytime he saw an advertisement with an email address, he would run over and dial up and get on the internet and go to that website. I mean, it's like advertising, right? Like <laughs> just straight advertising. That was one. The other thing was around that time for me was the same time that emojis became a thing. And I'm a huge emoji fan, but these were the primitive emojis, meaning colon parentheses. Right, yeah. like your frowny face and your like, and that and today's kids have no idea. They just the pioneering have that we did. They have kids no idea
1: today. We used to call them emoticons, not emojis.
2: Yeah, emoticons. Like, they sure were. Yeah. yeah.
1: We have another super chat. Ten dollars too big for bike, Patrick. You can be an a hole, but so can I. So one a hole to another. I'd like to thank you for planting the flat Earth seed forcing me to do my own research and realizing we've been lied to. Thank you. And thank you very much for bringing up flat earth. It always makes me happy when people put in flat earth, uh, in the super chats, because it's like the biggest lie of them all. And yeah. you know, when they, when, when you talk about lies and the big ones and all that stuff, how many of the lies are so provably lies very few count as very few count among that category as much as flat Earth. Thank you very much for the super chat.
2: Yeah, the one that um, the thing that gets me about flat Earth more than was well, not just about flat Earth, but have you noticed in a lot of the um, more modern shows? Like I'm immediately thinking of Westworld, right? Which is the, you know Westworld. You have these these hosts that are basically AI driven robots. Robots, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they're testing them, the very first question they ask them is, "Have you ever questioned the nature of your reality?" And I think about that all the time because we're not allowed. We're not allowed to question the nature of our reality. You start bringing up, "Hey, um, what's a firmament and that separates the waters below from the waters above? And how did that change? When did God change that?" Right? I don't ever talk about flat Earth from a science standpoint. I don't care. I'm a science denier. Talk about it from the Word of God. And from the Word of God, the globe model, the the six 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 heliocentric model is is wholly incompatible with the Word of God. You're not allowed to ask that. There's whole groups of Christian scientists focused on making sure that people believe the heliocentric model, even though it conflicts with the Word of God. That's satanic. But you're not allowed to question. Well, don't
1: forget, you hard. know the Don't you dare question it. The so-called tilt, <laughs> the tilt of the Earth is. Uh... 23.4 66. degrees. Yeah. The uh, the complementary angle of that is 66.6 degrees. Yeah. They can tell you either one. They express the exact same angle, uh, the exact same tilt.
2: Right. And they don't tell you the 66.6 degrees. They tell you the 20, what is it? 23.4. 20, 20, 23.4, right. Um, the other, uh, the, the, oh, there's another one that, that goes to, it'll come back to me. It, it drives me nuts that we're not allowed to question. We're not allowed to ask questions about this. Is That was the thing for me, the 66.6 degree of the tilt. And then there's something else about the speed. But then the scientists will tell you the speed changes all the time. So it can't be relied upon. But it's pretty damn close to like 66,600 or whatever it is. When you look at the word of God, mm-hmm. God tells us very explicitly that you will know what is of the beast because of the number. Yeah. And he tells you the number is six, six, six. So what we're meant to believe with the heliocentric model is that this God that that, you know, I certainly love and adore and, and call Lord all, all day long, that he's just messing with us because he told us, look out for this number and know that you're being deceived when you see that number. But also, I'm going to design your realm with that number prominently fixed. No, no, inconsistent. Fight me.
1: And there are plenty who get triggered by this topic, and it just makes me smile. It is <laughs> I, can't it. I can't help it. I They get so upset. Yeah. Uh, you, you question the true religion of this world, this satanic, sun-centered, ball-earth, spinning, yeah. space monkey religion. <laughs> like, fight me, I will kill you! Anyway. So we love you. We love you, globeheads. Anyway, we think you're just really adorable. Do.
2: Yeah. And when you realize how deceived you've been, come talk to us. We'll welcome you with
1: open arms. Yes. When you do actually look into this, mm-hmm. which you haven't. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I can't help it. Let's now that I've sufficiently been an asswipe. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> angel paste. Angel paste is the best lotion the world has ever known. Brendan Dilley absolutely adores it. He just let me know he wants more. Uh, he's another one of my advertisers, and I'm very, very proud to have him and his lovely wife, Randy. Uh, but guys, we've got Rose Angel Paste and we've got Unscented Angel Paste. Get them at www.badlandsmedia.tv angelpaste angel paste or epicthreads.tv, which is where it forwards you. Use promo code BADLANDS to pry a dollar. From my grasping hands, this stuff consists of only food-grade plant oils, and we are seeing age spots fading, psoriasis and eczema being made uh, better. We're seeing sunburns prevented. It's a shave balm. It's a hair conditioner. And it's just something that your skin drinks right up. And even though it's 100% oils, somehow it's not slimy or or oily. You don't get an oily feeling. It just Mm -mm. soaks right into your skin. Amazing stuff. Go to epicthreads.tv. Click on the Angel Paste Collection. Your skin will drink it up. Ta-da.
2: Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. I mean, I use it for everything. I even brush my teeth with it. So
1: that Maybe. is that is maze balls. All right, guys, thank you so much for this very special Fatty Willis inspired uh, <laughs> debate episode of reading ep- not reading epic threads <laughs> of the, the brief. brief. This felt like reading epic threads. Uh, like a this like was fun. Yeah, this was. This we was, totally
2: was. abandoned all of the content for oh, the show. This was so a really fun show.
1: Well, we read the Fatty Willis story and uh I don't know what else to say about that. Everybody smash that thumbs up, pretty please with sugar on top. Let's 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 see if we can break into the top 30 uh on the leaderboard. So thank you so awesome. much for that. And uh everybody, we do the show every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central. And then we are followed by Badlands Daily, which today will be CanCon and Chris Paul. And I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. So definitely everybody enjoy that. Ash, I will see you uh, on Monday.
2: Yeah, and everybody tune into Why We Vote tonight at 7 30 p.m. Eastern Time. We uh, will be breaking down all of the election stories of the week. It's
1: going to be a good show. Good stuff. See everybody there. Bye. Bye.
3: Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to hit the thumbs up on this video. And a special thank you to all of our advertising partners. Please remember to shift your dollars to support those businesses that support Badlands Media.